There's a PSA that's being put out in New York City preparing citizens for a nuclear attack. Why? What? <laughs> I'll tell you what I think is going on there, by the way. And, uh, oh, Jill Biden. Jill Biden, the, uh, the first lady of the United States of America, apparently has made some folks with the National Association of Hispanic Journalists angry when she compared Mexicans to tacos. Now, she did it in a speech, and there's a story behind the story, as there always is. And I'm going to break this down for you. But, you know, one of the big stories that a lot of people are talking about this week is Fox News <laughs> is saying the reason people are killing each other in the United States, you know, all these mass shootings that we're seeing, especially with young men, is because they smoke marijuana. <laughs> because they, marijuana is causing them to go out and kill people, according to Fox News. And guess who we have who's going to be commenting on that? Well, none other than Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong fame is going to join us to talk about that. But let's, let's start with the Fox News theme, if we could, okay? If you're Latino, right, let's face it. And we talk to Latinos on this podcast, right? If you're Latino, you know that Fox News is about as removed from understanding the reality of what America is and what America looks like as anybody out there who has a media outlet, as anybody out there who even has a camera or a microphone and knows how to use it. Latinos, for example, people like me, maybe people like you, we are right now the economic engine of this country. We are the economic engine of this country. Oh, in so many ways. And I could break that down for you, right? And yet somehow to Fox News, we are crap. We really are. I mean, come on. Have you watched? Have you watched? To Fox News, we are mierda, right? Let's face it. If you watch their primetime programming, it specializes in ideas on how to get rid of us, right? Border, 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 right? Even though we're the third fastest growing GDP in the world, if Latinos in the United States were a country, we'd be the third fastest GDP in the world, only behind, and I've said this before, I know, behind China and India and ahead of the United States itself. Oh, by the way, also Fox News, even though we are 80%, 80% of us in the United States who are Latinos are U.S. citizens. We're Americans. We're Americans. You know, so that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it, to want to get rid of us. But, that, but then again, I, you know, that's, that's what they program. Get rid of the workforce of the United States, the main workforce of the United States at a time when nobody else wants to work, many of whom are just because they're sitting on their fat asses with a beer watching Fox News and complaining about things rather than getting a job. The average Latino in the United States has almost two jobs. The average non-Latino in the United States barely has one job. Hmm, what does that say? Yes, let's get rid of the engine that is driving the economy of this great country. They want you to think we're all freeloaders who just got off the boat and just swam some river or something so we could come over here and steal. And by the way, when Fox does these reports that we see every night, that seem to always leave you thinking that if you let a Latino into the United States, they're going to rape your daughter which, by the way, is not so different from what racists always implied about African-Americans during Reconstruction, right? It's not necessarily because they believe that, though. Yeah, you heard me right. I don't think the people on Fox who, do, who say these things necessarily believe those things. I bet you they have buddies who are Latino, and they don't talk that way around them. It's only when they're programming. It's actually because... 
what they're doing is they understand their business model. They understand their business model. You see, they know that to succeed, they have to give their audience what it wants. So here's how it works. I know this because I worked at Fox. By the way, I worked at CNN. I worked at NBC. I was a broadcaster there. I did what I'm doing now there and a writer and a producer. So I know how the sausage is made, right? You come to work every day and you check to see how you did the night before because they now have those ratings that allow you to do that. That started back in like the early 1990s where you get instant ratings, right? The ratings report will tell you how you did like every five minutes, right? And if you didn't do as well as the other network, your competition, they're going to fire your ass. They're going to fire you based on a number. So it isn't about truth. It isn't about hype. When Fox News does some of these stories, it's what they think they have to do. It's what their audience wants. I want you to say some really horrible shit about Mexicans because I don't like Mexicans. So give me a newscast filled with Mexicans who did something wrong, even if it was only one person and not representative of the entire population. It doesn't matter. That's your job. Your job is to scare people or show them some crazy shit that isn't true or, or that has nothing to do with reality. Like all Latinos are on welfare. Did you know? All Latinos are on welfare. Nothing could be further from the truth. They're all coming over here after your daughter. They're all criminals. Whatever. And by the way, you know how much those anchors who do these reports at Fox and CNN and NBC, et cetera, are paid to, in many cases, you know, out and out lie to you? I mean, to report the news. Sorry, did I say lie to you? I meant to report the news. Some of the least paid anchors are paid $3 million a year. I know. So what I'm trying to give you is a, a better understanding of why they would do that. Why would they say and do and report the things they say and do and report? So let me turn this around and ask you the question. Would you be willing to say the things you don't necessarily believe? If it means you get to keep your gig, because that's the only way you're going to have the ratings that are necessary, if you work at a right-wing network, for example, where you have to say those things about Mexicans or else you're not going to get the ratings. I mean, the hell with the truth, I guess, right? That's what happens. So, I mean, I, I tell you that because, first of all, I to many of you, I probably don't even have to tell you that because you probably understand that, right? Th these people you see on TV especially on some of the right-wing outlets, are today's equivalent of a carnival barker in the old P.T. Barnum days. Come one, come all. Come see the two-headed goat. I know this because, look, I'll be honest with you. I, had a, I could have had a great and prosperous career at Fox News. When CNN fired me, Fox News immediately called me and wanted me on the air. I, but my problem with that was, and I, and I did, I worked there, but I didn't take it to where they wanted it to go. I, I did some work with, you know, some Latino projects they were working on. Fox News Latino is what they were called. But if I would have done what I know they saw me doing, it would have meant me basically shitting on my own people. Let's just be honest with you. Couldn't do it. 
Couldn't do it. I know Fox would have loved to have had me do the seven o'clock or the eight o'clock or, you know, handle one of their top newscasts. And I could have done it with my eyes closed, obviously. But you know what? I, I saw what they were saying and what they were doing at the time. Me as a Latino putting my name, Sanchez, on Fox News to go on the air every day and say all Mexicans are rapists and criminals, right? Or to elude that somehow the Latinos in the United States are hurting the United States because they're not real Americans? No, I couldn't do that. I'd rather be poor. I'd rather be poor. Some things you see are more important than money. Yeah, I, I could have easily... This gig that Tucker Carlson has now, you know, when uh, they lost the other dude out there, O'Reilly, they needed somebody. And I would have been the right fit, according to many inside the network. Roger Ailes himself at the time called me, wanted me to have it. We had lots of meetings. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Tempting? Yeah, sure it was tempting. By the way, the red meat for the base stories that somehow imply that all Latinos are rapists and criminals that we've heard before. The kind of thing I would have had to have alluded to if I had a show on Fox in prime time or else, oh, I could have taken it, but nobody would have watched, right? And that rapist and criminal thing, where'd that come from? When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. There you go again. Rapists, criminals. Doesn't matter if it's not true. This is not about facts. This is about appealing to your base, right? For example, the gun debate. There's another one. It's not about facts. I mean, you want to know what the latest Fox News gun debate talking point is? You're going to love this. You're going to absolutely love this. According to Fox News, the reason we have more mass shootings than any other country in the world is not because we also happen to have by far the most liberal gun laws in the world, where for every 100 persons in the United States, there are 120 guns, if you can believe that, more guns than people. No, it's not because of that. It's because of marijuana. These are the eyes of some of the mass killers who've reportedly been regular pot users. Look at them. Indications are that Robert Cremo was a regular pot user. Now, one look at him and to the untrained eye, he looks like a complete psychotic. Have you ever seen anyone looking like him? And what can regular pot use trigger in young men in particular? Psychosis and other violent personality changes. She has obviously never smoked pot. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she has, and she's just disingenuous. Yeah, because come on, pot will go. Pot will turn you into a killer. It'll make you go out and kill. Sure, sure. Right, right after you wake up, or, or right, right after you're done pondering, as you look out the window and you see your windowsill, and you try and decide whether the flower on the windowsill is pink or is it really salmon. Yeah, when you're done with that, then you're gonna go out and kill twenty people. Please, come on. I mean, this woman, Laura Ingraham, or whatever the hell her name is, does she really believe what she's saying? Or does she just want her audience to hear what she thinks they believe? Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe who cares if it's not true? 
And does she really know? I don't know. But let's examine this. Let's take her at, you know, face value and let's just examine her facts, right? The facts of her argument. If what she's saying is true, then the Netherlands, the Netherlands would be the most dangerous place in the world by far. Because in much of the Netherlands, you can walk into a coffee shop and you can order weed or hash or even mushrooms. And you can indulge right there in public. And people do every day. I mean, you want to know what the gun death rate is in the Netherlands during this period? While they have been allowing people to get high with soft drugs? I mean, it's gone from 145 to 76. It's gone down. While they've allowed more people to get high with soft drugs, the violence has gone down. Now let's compare it to the United States. Let's flip those. Ready? I mean, look at the United States. We've got a graph up. I'm going to read it to you. It has gone from, what, 16, right, to, according to this, about 25,000. Let's compare. 76 over there in the Netherlands, 25,000 here. I know the population is different, but it's not that different. I mean, <laughs> our death rate compared to theirs, it's almost like a joke when you think about it, right? The idea that here in the United States, we essentially have laws that tell people that if, um, if they are caught with an ounce of marijuana, for example, in Florida, in Florida, if you're caught with an ounce of marijuana, you could go to jail for five years. You could go to jail for five years for a measly ounce of grass. And in a place like in the United States where everyone is allowed to have a gun, right? but you can go to jail for having marijuana, the rate of gun deaths is way up. While over there, while they say, look, if you want to smoke marijuana or do some soft, soft drugs, not, you know, cocaine or, or heroin, then you could do it and it's nobody's business. There, it's gone down. But she says, her argument, she says, no, no, it's the marijuana that's uh, causing this. You know, I, I don't think there's a better guest in the world than the one that we're about to talk to about this. It's none other than Tommy Chong. Tommy is, uh, of course, of Cheech and Chong fame. Who the hell doesn't know that? And uh, it's kind of it's cool to have. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Like the song said, you know, summertime and the living is easy. Fish are jumping and the cotton is high. My, your daddy's rich and your mom is good looking. That's me. And speaking of wives, by the way, last night, you and I were in bed together because I thought, since I'm going to interview Tommy tomorrow, let me look and see other interviews he's doing. You know, so I did the whole YouTube thing and you showed up. Oh, talking good. To, you were talking to Joe Rogan and you were talking to a bunch of people. And my wife, yeah. my wife comes into bed as usual, as wives are prone to do. And she yeah. says, so it's going to be three of us? What's going on hey. here? <laughs> Oh, that's, I like that wife. So last yeah. night it was me, you, and Suzanne, right? Um, oh, great, great, great. I wish I was there. I mean, really. <laughs> you kind of were. So, hey, yeah. speaking of, hey, Tommy, speaking of high, so Fox News uh, apparently is going out and saying that the reason uh, people are uh, committing mass shootings in the United States is because they're smoking weed, and that causes them to be sociopathic, aggressive, and violent. To which, yeah. you, to which you say, what, sir? 
good sir. <laughs> well, it's uh, well they're they're obviously you know using the same uh, Donald uh, uh, the you know education educational uh, aids that Donald Trump uses you know and they're obviously <laughs> on the same page as uh, the Trump you know they're they're imagining things they're wishing that was true you know for their for their uh, people that they make money off of uh, you know that they lie to uh no it's it's ridiculous and <laughs> yeah i heard about Laura Ingram saying that yeah instead of you know banning the assault weapons or the ammunition you know you got to get you got to get that weed <laughs> you got to ban the weed again just in case even though it even though it cures cancer yeah just in case there's somebody out there who's never gotten high or seen marijuana or knows nothing about marijuana, would you explain to them how it is that uh, smoking pot will probably make you less likely to want to kill somebody? It goes back centuries, if not thousands of years. They, the human race have always used plants for their medicine. Mm -hmm. And cannabis is at the top of the, the 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 plant that is really good medicine, and it has been for many 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 thousands, if not millions of years. And in fact, they found uh, uh, the Iceman. They call him. Uh, I think he was ten million years old, something yeah. like that. And they found cannabis in his his uh, little case that he was carrying. So cannabis has always been medicine. It's in the Bible. Uh, it's called canna. It was the uh, the burning bush that Moses talked to that gave him the Ten Commandments. And uh, and the reason it worked, how it worked is that you, when you inhale the cannabis smoke, <clears throat> you get connected right to God. I mean, there's a de definite connection. And, uh, and, and that's part of the healing process of, of the healing attributes of the cannabis plant huh. it will it, what it does it calms the mind and the mind controls everything in the body uh including the uh, immune system and so the more cannabis that you use the probably the healthier that you will become and there are people that have adverse effects to cannabis very few by the way they found out, you know, I found out that you can't OD on cannabis. <laughs> All that you will do is go to sleep. Yeah. And, 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 and by the way, a very nice sleep. You might have some crazy dreams like I do, but uh, for the most part, cannabis, like I say, it calms the mind. And when it calms the mind, the mind then the body can go to work. That's why when people are deathly ill with different things, the, the doctors will sometimes put them into a medically induced coma. Hmm. And the reason they do that is take the mind away from the, the, the healing process and the body just heals itself. At least that's the, the theory. Uh, and and, it, and it, for the most part, it, it's true. So the people that are ad, against cannabis for the most part are, are doing it for political reasons or economic reasons. Uh, you know, they might be in the, uh, into the alcohol business. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had, there's been people in the alcohol business that, you know, that really talk bad about cannabis. But I was in the cannabis business myself. I mean, in the alcohol business 
myself for for a while there. I had a after hours club, and it was the alcohol that caused all the problems that we ever had. And it was the cannabis that actually solved the problems that we had, because cannabis will make you either uh, friendly or quiet and uh, and definitely not aggressive. So what Laura and them are talking about, they're mistaking cannabis for alcohol. That's their only problem. Let's listen to Laura Ingraham. I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not the only one who doesn't pronounce her name well. Neither do you, I guess. But I guess it's Ingraham, right? Ingraham. Anyway, either this woman, Laura, said these things, and we're going to play it so uh, you can take a listen. Here it is. These are the eyes of some of the mass killers who've reportedly been regular pot users. Look at them. Indications are that Robert Cremo was a regular pot user. Now, one look at him and to the untrained eye, he looks like a complete psychotic. Have you ever seen anyone looking like him? And what can regular pot use trigger in young men in particular? Psychosis and other violent personality changes. You know, that's interesting, that word that she's using, uh, and I think she's doing it on purpose, the term regular pot users. Because yeah, could, yeah, yeah. couldn't you yeah, make yeah. an argument that regular alcohol users <laughs> are probably 99% of the population of the United <laughs> States? And if that means if 99% of the population of the world does something wrong, you could say, aha, they were regular alcohol users, by golly, right? Well, well, look at look, look at the statistics of the pandemic. Okay, bars were closed immediately. They closed uh -huh. them down. Boom. Why? Because uh, people get together and get stupid. Right. You know, the only thing, one of the only things that were left open and called essential was the pot shops. They never closed us down. They kept it open. Why? Because it's medicine. It's medicine uh, for severely uh you know people with severe problems and a lot of some of it's mental but, but for the most part it's physical problems and and the, the pot helps them to the point well well look at the uh, the reason pot got legal was because uh it had cheech and chong really helped you know <laughs> i think we helped keep it illegal for a while but it was uh, Dr. Sandra Gupta had uh, this dear friend woman. of mine, by the way. Yeah, he is. Yeah, we well, we remember I used to do Rick's list on CNN for a long time, and oh, he and right, I used right, to have right, breakfast right. together anyway, every morning Sandra in the commissary. Gupta showed he, he showed this uh, baby, a year old baby that had epilepsy, and would had a had a stro stroke every few five minutes, and. And they gave him uh, the marijuana, uh, the Charlotte's Web, I believe it was called, uh, strain, and it eliminated her her epilepsy fits to the point where the baby hugged its mother for the first time since it was born. Can you imagine that? And and that was thanks to the cannabis, to the to the cannabis plant. So it, it's a, it's a miracle plant. Always has been. Always will be, and 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 the reason it was made illegal, it was the same reason that Laura and them are talking about it. Is it's a, it was used by Mexicans. That's why they called it marijuana. You, you know, know, it's funny you say that. Marijuana. I I, I want to show you. So I want to show. I want to put up something that I found, and I know those of you who may be watching us on YouTube are going to see that, and those of you who are listening to the podcast won't but I'll read it to you. L look at this headline. We got this from, 
This is from 1913. Marijuana, uh, marijuana turns Mexicans into wild beasts. Smoking yeah. weed turns yeah. Mexicans into wild beasts. This is from 1913. Yeah. And like it, yeah. there's, a, there's apparently a ton of these where for yeah. some reason the messaging was that Mexicans, Latinos, yeah. were bringing their yeah. stuff into the United States. They couldn't handle it. And it was really, what's the story behind that, uh, Tommy? Well, that's it. That was it. It's a racist law. If you look at, if you want to have fun, look at 1903 World's Fair. It was the most racist World Fair in the world. It was held, I think it was held in Chicago. Right, yeah. Or somewhere. Right, it was. Anyway, anyway, they had buildings, racist buildings built. They had a building that had a Mexican sombrero, you know, the evil Mexican face. They had a, a, a black face with big lips, and, and it, was, it was all racist. And because back then, you know, racism was was the, the the thing to do. I mean, and that's why we got blackface minstrel shows and uh, well, yeah. all, all that stuff. I mean, th th yeah. think about it, uh, Tommy. I mean, the Lone Ranger, his sidekick yes. was a guy named Tonto, which means stupid. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Kimosabi means he who knows everything. So the most famous yeah. show in the United States was a white dude with a white hat who knew everything and a Mexican dude who was an idiot. Yeah. 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 And we watched it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that's, I mean, that's what it was. You know, the, the, one of the problems, not, not a really problem, but one of the reasons that Cheech and Chong got so uh, popular was that we showed a, a caricature of a Chicano that was lovable and not threatening, and not uh, evil, yeah. and not a criminal, not violent. We showed a Chicano that was everything but. He was lovable, and he, and he was funny, and he was musical, like Chicanos are. You know, and uh, and and then his sidekick, me, was this dummy. Oh, by the way, I'm a, a lot. There was a lot of Trumpies that used to really like me. You know, big fans of my, me because I was such a <laughs> such a outspoken uh, idiot. You know, and and, uh, and 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 what we did, we we changed everybody's perception because that's what it was. They they. He, they demonized. See, that's what Hitler did with the Jews. You know, the Jews in, in Europe were so uh, ahead of everybody in so many ways. You know, mm. art, medicine, law, everything. That that Hitler, uh, the way he he became powerful was because he demonized it and gave all the the fascists uh, something to hate, and that's what's going on in the world now. Uh, with, with the, isn't with that the isn't that happening now in the United States with yeah. Mexicans still? I mean, you can't turn yeah. on any of these right wing uh, networks without hearing the border and they're coming. And if we let them in, your daughter's going to be yes. raped and they're going to be on welfare yes. and they don't work and they're lazy and they're criminals and a blah, 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 blah. I could go on and on, Tommy. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, the reason the crops aren't being taken care of is because they, we don't have any of that stoop labor. You know that's that slave labor that that only Mexico and the South America can provide. Yeah, you know, 
So, no, no. Labor in general. I mean, Latinos right now, yes. I mean, we're the third fastest growing economy in the in the GDP in the world, only behind China and India. I mean, we, we create more jobs. We start more businesses. Latinos in this country, if anything, the Laura Ingrahams of the world should be saying, please, we love you. Stay. They should be embracing. I mean, I know you're not Latino, but you might as well be. I mean, hell. Oh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm uh, uh, honorary. Exactly. In fact, in fact, I tell everybody I'm Latino uh, by injection. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I think I think everybody thinks you are. You know, it's funny yeah. the story. The story you just told yeah. about the about the World World Fair in in, in Chicago and how they had these yeah. racist things, and and we know it when it is. But I also think. I don't know how you believe, but I think sometimes we also know it when it isn't. Let me give you an example. Um, George, see if you can find this. This is uh, apparently Jill Biden, the first lady, was making some comments recently. And apparently she's in a lot of trouble now for making this comment. Let's listen to it. Let me know if you got it, George, and we'll, uh, we'll play it. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio... So she just said Mexicans are as unique as the breakfast tacos in San Antonio. She does. She did not mean to say something mean about. It. No. I mean, we could. They, well, they're ganging up on her. They're calling her names. The the National Hispa- oh, Association yeah. of Hispanic Journalists said that she should apologize. Really? Apologize? No, for they're just what? looking for. They're looking for any excuse to take the 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 the, the, the spotlight away from Donald Trump. You know, anything. that's why the Supreme Court went nuts, you know, because they they had to do something other than that. You know, we keep rubbing uh, everybody's nose into the Trump uh, mess that he made and, and he's still making it. That's what I love about this guy. Yeah. But we got to I got to hand Trump uh, some uh, uh, compliment because he said he was going to clean up the swamp in Washington. And uh, <laughs> but before you got to clean anything up, you got to identify them. <laughs> and so Trump, Trump, you know, with his mega hats and, and all that, you know, now you know who the who the idiots are, you know. And and you know, like I say, I've got a lot of Trumpy friends. I I, I do. Yeah, we all do. Just we all do. We all do. Yeah, we got a we got a kind of a unwritten rule. You don't you don't get serious about anything, you know, you know, don't take anything serious and we're fine. No, it's just ignorance. You know, you got to remember that stupidity really is a lack of knowledge. Mm. That's all it is. And sometimes when people wake up and they, they learn, you know, and that's why we're here. We're, but we got, here but we got, but, on, but don't you think? Team. Don't you think we ought to back off a little bit sometimes on stuff that isn't? Look, I understand. Donald Trump this weekend went to Alaska and used the F word like it was, you know, uh, his last name. Uh, and he was applauded for it. The more Fs he used, the more they applauded him. Meanwhile, we're going to hear criticism because Jill Biden said tacos come in all different colors and so do uh, Latinos. So what? I mean, they went after apparently Obama because he forgot to wear his pin one day while he was sitting in the Oval Office. They did a week's worth of stories about that. But yet Donald yeah. Trump, apparently uh, 18 women accused this guy of uh, sexual offenses, including rape. But that's okay this is a crazy fucking world we're living in tommy not really man i mean we gotta celebrate the fact that it's out there 
it's out there. There was a time when you would never, you wouldn't hear about this, <laughs> these things, you know. I, I, when Trump started running, I, part, there was a kind of a part of me that said, you know, this guy could turn out, you know, he's, he could turn out to be a, a hero, you know. He had a chance. He could have. Hmm. And even when he was in the White House, you know, right up until the time where he suggested we use Lysol <laughs> to to clear the no the inject pet yourself pet with pet. Clorox. <laughs> when he when he right up to then I said, oh okay. When he it works that, on my white oh. T-shirts. What the hell? <laughs> he, he he cranks up. But I like I said, I've got really close friends. And we just don't talk about it. And, and what's happening now, especially with the Supreme Court, you know, the Roe versus Wade uh, decision. Uh, now, my Trumpy friend, he was trying the other day, he was trying to say, well, he's a, he's a Democrat now because of that. And, and I just didn't answer, <laughs> you know, because I, I look at these people and you wonder, wow, you know, they got they got a lot to learn. But I understand. I, I I totally understand, and and what you got to realize is that idiots come in all colors. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what it is. When you look at the slave trade, for instance, and you do the history of the slave trade, it was the black uh, king in West Africa that would attack the other black tribes and, and sold out his own people, bondage. Yeah, yeah. They were the ones that were their own people. And that's the way it's been through history. You know, like in Spain, like in all the places, China, all these places. By the you way, know, I, they, I, they, I mentioned they, I mentioned that uh, big rally in Alaska and uh, Trump, you know, oh, yeah. went out there and used the F word a bunch of times. Somebody else had a lot to say. Here is, uh, uh, I'm combining all of your themes, Tommy. I'm way ahead of you on this one. I'm talking about the Supreme Court decision, Donald Trump, and I'm even going to get to the uh, the gun laws. But but here is uh, one of your pals, Sarah Palin, this weekend during the rally with uh, former President Trump in Alaska. Let's take a listen. Well, my dad's words exactly were, "Don't retreat, reload." There you go. Yeah, don't retreat, reload. reload. <laughs> That sounds sexual, doesn't it? Well, at a time when people are killing themselves and we're getting more mass shootings, in fact, we've had a string of them lately, for oh, yeah. somebody to go out there and say, reload? I mean, really? <laughs> Tommy. I know, I know. It's so crazy. It's so silly and so cowardly. I like the one in Texas where all the cops had the armor and everything else, and, and they were looking at each other and saying, are you going in? No, I ain't going in. Are you going in? No. The guy's got an AK-47 or 15 or whatever it is, and, you know, yeah, I might get shot, you know, but it's your I, job. No, fuck that. I ain't going in. I got no, another I one. I, I got another one for you, Tommy. Here, oh, Sarah Palin is telling women of Alaska to show their tits. Here it is. Yeah, just show them. <laughs> what do you think of that? I, I, well, that's Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I think the, the funniest thing was the look on John McCain's face <laughs> when he realized, you know, the depth of this lady. <laughs> you know, I guess John said, oh, I guess I'm going to lose. But you see, you, you see that whole money thing. 
you see, the trouble is with liars. People don't realize that. You know, the, the Ten Commandments that were written, they were called commandments. They're not suggestions. They say, the re, we, we were given a, 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 a laws of how to conduct ourselves in this physical world. And these are commandments. <laughs> and you can, first of all, bearing false witness, lying, is more dangerous than people can think of. Hmm. Because what happens when you lie, you actually create a monster hmm. that only will eat you up. It will turn on you. Hmm. But once you unleash that monster out into the in, into the world of, as a lie, you are the 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 the, the only parent of it you you created that lie that lie is going to follow you the rest of your life or and, and when i say it lies i I'm, I'm talking about say when you attacked a, a, a woman sexually because that basically when when you rape or or commit mm -hmm. those kind of crimes what you're doing it's it's like like a lie you they they had no idea that you would do, you do harm to them you know other than that they wouldn't go near you but so so you you give them this uh, you know this this uh feeling that you're safe with them and then you you actually attack them and lie and that's why those sexual crimes follow you the rest of your life into mm. the next world even you know what do you people, mean you're talking about you're talking about guys who will tell women that they are not married or lie to them by telling them they're going to give them exactly. a promotion to sleep exactly. with them if they're the boss. That kind of lying for sexual that, profit, sort of speak. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And, and and so these are lies. Anytime you tell a lie that affects people, you know, other than yourself, you know, you own that lie. And you cannot get away from that lie. But, we, but aren't we and, living and, today more than ever, it seems to me? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, at least in my lifetime, the lies today are so multifold and ubiquitous. Whereas it used to be we would all tell a white lie or we would catch somebody lying. Today, we would catch someone lying like our former president, for example. And he's not the only one. And they just no. double down. They'll take a, they'll use a lie to hide the lie, and then they'll come up with a third lie to hide that exactly. lie. And it's just so common exactly. out there today. They can't escape it because they created it. You see, no. If if that's why the wise people, you one thing I've been doing the study. When you look at gurus, you know people, uh -huh. the, the wise ones, you know uh, the Dalai Lama, those people like that. You know that that they kind of know. They all have one thing in common. Mm -hmm. You know what that is? Mm -hmm. They all got that cosmic giggle. Hmm. Because when people ask them, because this world that we live in is so simple. When you think about it, it's very very simple. And you look at our physical world that we live in. Now they got the telescope up, and, and we can see what they they call, uh, you know, ten billion years ago that the lights come in, and we're seeing it. And you know, what we're seeing is more galaxies, more stars, more life, life, because in the physical world, that's you have the energy, 
and it's energy. And what creates energy is both. You get the positive and negative, like, like electricity. You know, you need both. You just can't have one. You need both. And why is that? Because it causes conflict. And conflict causes energy. Okay? So when you're talking about <clears throat> a, a physical world, it's, it is energized. And, and energy is happening all over, all over the world. You seem so at peace with all of this stuff, Tommy, which is what's so yes, cool about because, you. Because as energy, our soul is Im immortal, eternal. Did you, do you, I've when, been when, here. when you get high, when, hey, let me, me ask you a question. Here. I'm curious now because I'm listening to your soul and it sounds so uh, chill. Um, when you get high, does it make you more relaxed and does it stay with you or do you need to get high to get in this state where you always seem to be looking at the goodness in things, no matter how dark they may be? Getting high to me now is just as normal as walking left, right, left, right, you know. In fact, it's dangerous. Teach, teach, uh, teach, and I had to do a photo shoot yesterday, and oh no, the day before yesterday, and uh, and and in the photo shoot we had to smoke up out of a uh, Cheech and Chong bottle, mm -hmm. and so I smoked. <laughs> I remember that. That was in the movie. And, 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 well, he forgot that he was high, so he was driven home, and he's getting out of the car, and he's got a bag in one hand, another bag in another hand. And he falls. He does a big tumble. Why? <laughs> because he forgot how high he was. <laughs> and so, luckily, he hit his head on the on the car, which is plastic enough that it it wasn't cement. Right. Had he hit his head on cement or you know concrete or something, it, we might might not be talking about Cheech. Do you smoke you know? every day? Uh yeah. Probably, uh -huh. uh, yeah. I smoke, and you don't. You uh, but don't. anyway, what I'm saying is that he forgot that he was high. I always forget that I smoke. In fact, I have to tell myself, you know, why? Why does? Why is my body acting the way it is? And then I, I go back and think, oh yeah, you smoked up. You smoked up. Yeah, what, it affects. What? Like I say, it affects the mind, and and it kills the pain. And by the way, pain is is a warning thing, a warning sign to uh, to the body that's why we feel pain well no that exactly i yeah. i find that sometimes yeah. i have had you know like like you i mean i'm an old fart just like you are and i get back pain yeah. and i get knee pain and i got this pain and i get that pain and then like an idiot yeah. i'll go play basketball with my kids and they'll kick my ass and yeah. uh and and i end up with you know a knee where i need to get you know uh, a yeah. hyaluronic acid injection or something um, yes. yeah. And sometimes I'll say, I want to feel good, so I'll have a glass of wine or maybe even two glasses of wine. And then I find out that after having that wine, I feel worse because somehow <laughs> it works. I don't know if you've noticed this. And by, by the way, I'm not a doctor, but I find that somehow it, 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 uh, it makes me feel like now my body needs more fluids and whatever pain I had before is even worse. Whereas it when, you, when you smoke, when you smoke weed, you it, it doesn't water. do that, right? Well, weed. Well, we, well, weed'll do. Yeah, it'll it'll make you feel good. You see, that's the whole point. It'll make you feel good. That's why uh, you know the, the people that are you know say on cancer medication and that it's horrible stuff. It'll make you feel nauseous, 
and and then you smoke up and then you feel better. See, that's why smoking will give you an appetite. Smoking weed, you know, you, you get hungry, and and that's a good sign. That's a good sign because your body's saying, "Oh, I need this. I need I need water." So 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 the munchies is a real thing, though. The munchies is a real thing. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Well, how come you're not Maybe. fat? Because I got a wife that would leave me in a heartbeat if I if, if, I, if I even looked like I was. In fact, if uh, oh no, she's she's so so aware of it, and she watches me all the time, and yeah. I listen to her. Too. And not only that, but I'm older now, and uh, you know what got us in shape was the movies. You see, when we when we start doing movies, I realized, and Chief realized too. You know, we're going to be on the big screen. And so, you know, so so we fast, we worked out, we especially for the Corsican brothers on Cheech and I were the best shape of our lives. Um, but it took a lot of work, you know. And then when I started doing my own movies, uh, when Cheech left and did the Born in East L.A., I started, I, was, I, I did a movie called Far Out Man, and I was a director, and I never had my, I never had my wife close to me, like, the Corsican brothers and everything, <laughs> all the other ones, and so I never had my my uh, my um, uh, nutritionist <laughs> beside me, and I was I was eating the breakfast burritos, and then one day the the editor called me and he said, "Tom, you better look at this," and he showed a picture of me, and I got this big big uh, fat uh, obliques, you know, the big line of fat around the waist that guys get and and you couldn't hide it i had my shirt off i'm you know i, I thought i was i thought i was uh okay but i looked at that because it takes about two seconds to gain weight it, it'll take a no, month i mean in fact you you are a proponent of using uh for example cbd uh i've seen your ads i've seen some of the material oh, yeah. that's been published where you, they 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 interview you and you talk about this you actually yeah. are promoting the health benefits of uh, yes. of of cbd for example uh and, and you say it works right people go oh, it ahead does. it does it does it, it people swear by it. it it helps you sleep it helps me sleep i i use it almost every night but but i don't they, for a while there, they had a. I was trying to put it under your tongue, and uh, yeah, it wasn't very comfortable with with my teeth because I got what do you call it, implants in yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I, I didn't like the oils. I, I tried the oils, and I didn't. I, what, what what should I use? What's the best? Oh well, do the oil, but but swallow the pills. You know. For, the okay. Yeah, I tried with the yeah, like swallowing the oil and. It, it, it interferes kind of, you know, or any kind of oil, you know, can be uh, uncomfortable in, in that way. But I've got this, I don't even have it here, but I've got the the good vibes and the nice dreams. Nice dreams will put you to sleep. Pretty hey, funny. Tommy, there's a final story that's out there that I want to run by you because I think it's oh, kind of fascinating. No, this is really, no, this is, this is interesting. I think, frankly, it's kind of weird. Like, where, why would they do this? But... In New York City, the city has put out a PSA, you know, a public service announcement. Yeah. Getting people, re this really just came out before you and I started talking. I saw this report and I said, well, I'm going to run this by Tommy because I think it's a little weird myself. It's a public service announcement uh, telling New Yorkers how they should prepare for a nuclear attack. Here it is. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. 
okay? Step one, get inside. Yeah, fast. no shit. <laughs> you, your friends, your family, get inside. I mean, and she goes on to tell you all these, really? I mean, wh why? Are we, is there something I don't know? Well, again, you know, uh, that nuclear thing, uh, you know, it's, there's a, there's a lot of money, I guess, to be made with paranoia. Yes. People will listen to, to people that are paranoid, you know. My wife has a habit of every once in a while, she'll, her girlfriends will come back with some cockamamie rumor about some things. And, and it's like, well, I had, I had friends that didn't believe in the, in the vaccination. You know, oh, yeah. no, the government's trying to. Oh, my I, you know what you just yeah. said? I got to tell you, though, there is a lot of money to be made with paranoia. Yes. Yeah. Tommy yeah. Chong. The, I mean, yeah. those words are actually, if you just study, I think, if you take just those words, it explains yeah. why Fox News wants everybody to be afraid of Mexicans. It explains yeah. why MSNBC is Putin, 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 World War Three. let's start it, let's attack Russia, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff on their end. I mean, it yeah. explains Donald Trump. It, it explains everything that's crazy these days. There is money <laughs> in fear, Tommy. Paranoia got Trump elected. Those Mexicans are coming across the border. They're taking your guns. They're coming, <laughs> da, 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 you know. Yeah, in the meantime, they're going to clean your house. They're going to take care of your kids. They're going to drive you. Just, you know, they're going to drive for you. They're yeah. going to uh, pick your fruit. They might be they, your they, doctor. They might be your lawyer. They oh, might be your business. All of that. No, no, that's usually. Uh, uh, Africans or you know, Nigerians, right? Nigerians. <laughs> Trump yeah. only wants yeah. Norwegians over here. Um, it's a, a, so crazy. Yeah. That, like you're right. Yeah, you're right. There's 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 problems, but I love the thing I love about America is is that uh, you know we do have the the radicals. You know, uh, we we we've, we've had peace. You know, and and it's boring <laughs> to tell you the truth. Like like these countries, you know, like Sweden or, or or Denmark. You know, yeah, they're beautiful and everything else, but damn, <laughs> beautiful girls too. That's what I like about it. But again, oh by the way, yeah, this is my this is what I've been trying. I feel to like do. you and I gotta like just go hang out one day. I I the. the... <laughs> I don't know. I think we've been talking for four and a half hours now. I just, uh, you know, but go on. <laughs> I was going to say, what was I going to say? <laughs> what was I going to say? God, jeez. Anyway, while you while you think of it, go ahead. Okay. I. I've got a couple of things, uh, you know, people say, what, what are you working on? And, and by the way, I'll, I'll give everybody a hint. Find out who you're talking to. If you're talking to a screenwriter or any kind of a book writer, mm -hmm. be careful what you say to them. Like the worst thing you can say to them say, so what you've been working on lately? <laughs> yeah. You might be there five hours <laughs> or even longer. Because I'm I'm one of those guys. You know, so what what have you been up to? What are you up to, Tommy? Yeah, I know. That was three well, hours ago and he's still well, telling me. What I did, I did, I came up with a, 
first of all, I came up with a great idea for, for gun control, not so much gun control, but using the capitalist system to create, to achieve what we want. Now here, here, here's, here's my, right. my idea for guns. Okay. When you do a movie and by the way, first of all, my, 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 uh, idea of a perfect government uh, is recognizing how powerful movies are. Hmm. Movies have changed the world. Always has. Because when they started showing movies and that, you know, they they could show things over and over again. You yeah. see. In uh, visually, so you can see see what's going on. So my my theory is, and I'm working on this, uh, is that we need a, a, a mogul, movie mogul, hmm. like uh, uh, MGM. You know the, the mm-hmm. guy that ran MGM, William, yeah, or, um, or, or, or Warner Brothers. And that. Or yeah, when those guys Meyer, charge, right? Was it a Bill Meyer, William yeah. Meyer, whatever the hell his name was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were in charge, they had a code of of uh, conduct that you a moral code that you had to follow right or else you you, you couldn't do your movies or, and so on yeah. and then of course uh, uh what's that idiot uh, uh you know the, there's a lot of them the communist country uh, the communist hater mccarthy yeah uh, joe mccarthy you know he he kind of blew a hole into that one accusing everybody of, of being a communist which is horrible again is judging judgment we should not judge but what we what i found out is that movies have movies is a perfect way to show what you want done okay so my my idea for gun control or or the weapons thing is to do like you do in a movie set like alex baldwin is in deep shit, you know Mm -hmm. uh, because he he killed uh the the director uh, you know he accidentally yeah but he broke rules he didn't know the gun was loaded right i mean let's be fair to him when you have a weapon on on a set you have someone that's in charge of that weapon they know what's in that weapon they don't give it to the other guy and unless the guy knows exactly what to do else. they broke rules and so but but you know what's fixing everything is in the fact that they had insurance and so uh, the people that were hurt, they're going to get paid. The people, the you know, that lost money, they're going to get paid all because of insurance. Hmm. And so my idea for the gun, the weapons control is not controlling putting laws or anything like that, except have a law that if you're going to have a dangerous weapon or anything like that, it has to be insured. Now, the insurance company won't insure it unless it's being used properly that's a fascinating concept being used properly then then they don't get the benefit of the insurance so So to have to have so your 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 idea the one that you would propose is that's fine everybody want to have a gun go ahead and have a gun but you know what before you get a gun you have to insure it and the insurance is probably going to put you through a whole lot of shit to try and get you to either pay because the insurance company does it's a gamble the insurance doesn't work 
It's like buying a home next to a mountain or buying a home next to a place where it floods. You're going to pay a lot more. And if you've got anything in your record that would lead them to believe that you're going to be a little dangerous or a little uh, irresponsible with that gun, you're going to pay through the nose for it. So that in and of itself, it's the same thing as the border, Tommy. If we can control credit cards and we can make trillions of dollars that are processed every day with credit cards, we can't figure out who's coming over the border and decide that guy's good, that guy's not good. Come on. It's not fixes. They don't want to fix it. You have to have money incentive. Yeah. Here's the here's the border. Here's my you. my for the border is to have people. Now this is what I want to do. I want to shoot a movie about the migration from the South America. Okay. Now what I want to do? I want to form a movie company, and I want to hire all the people that marched in in that long trek. I want to hire them as actors. I want to get them visas. I want to bring them into the country. And and the thing is about an acting uh, a movie company is everybody works. Yeah. Even the people that don't, you know, that are laid up. Even you can even put them to work. They, and they actually extras, extras or they, whatever or babysitters or whatever. There's and they actually, yeah, and they, and they actually pay for well. To do. Yeah, and the great I mean, thing about a movie company is that in order to work for a movie company, you have to join all the guilds, you know. And so, so you have health coverage. You're you're insured. Uh, the kids have to go to school because you you know. And 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 so the schools are. You know, it's available. funny. I'm listening to you, and you're proposing capitalism, but at the same time, yes. you want to yes. make sure it's properly regulated. And use, because you're proposing, but because you're proposing capitalists, the left is going to say, "Oh, look at you! You're a fascist." But before you, but, but because you're also proposing regulations, the right is going to say you're a communist. So yes. you know what? That that's the world we live in, Tommy. No, no, no. You can't win. Me all you want, but it works. Here's the thing: when you bet someone into to a movie, uh, to hire them for a movie, you know everything about them. You know their education, you know everything, everything about them, and you know the the more there's a moral code with everything, and and the, by the way, that's that's my solution for the homeless too. You know what the homeless solution is? Mm-hmm. Is to designate areas as a movie set, and everybody on that set, you either work for the movie company as an actor or writer, whatever, uh, you know, joining all the guilds. Or if you're, say, a nutcase that doesn't want to be around people, and that you have to leave that area. You can't be in that area because it's a movie set. And then when the movie's finished, we strike the set. Because you shouldn't have people living on the street without proper sanitation and yeah, all that yeah, other that stuff. Makes, that you know, makes... no matter who they are. You, if you want to go to a camp, you want to be a, a camper, then go to a campground. You know, and in fact, that's what we could have is, a, is des- definitely a campground. But what with with the homeless people, a lot of them are they're exhibitionists. They 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 could afford to live in. In fact, back in the day when you had hobos, there was a lot of hobos. Uh, again, you know, not homeless people, but but they. But well, they what's the difference between isn't the, isn't a hobo just the word with the term we used to use to refer to homeless people? What's the difference between hobo and homeless to you? But there there was a lot of. There's a lot of homeless and a lot of hobos back in the day. They they had a place to live, but because they're alcoholics, they didn't want to get drunk and act 
pissing themselves and 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 you know in their home and so they would go hang and they just lived they lived out see and that gets us back to and that and that pass out lived there and and then when someone found them would go home to their their, to their home and that might and that a lot of it it's a choice and that my friend dear tommy gets us back to marijuana see if they if they weren't alcoholics and instead just smoked weed once in a while they would have probably been able to go back to their wives and their kids instead of trying to hide from as as you explain control of their brain their thinking you know they would be able to think clearly you know alcohol just changes your personality and and by the way i took a course in, in when i was in prison i took a uh, drug education course. It was mandatory. I loved it. And I found out about alcohol. I found out shit about alcohol that really it kept me from, in fact, I quit drinking when I got out of the, uh, out of prison. I never drank. I haven't drank since hmm. because I, I, I learned that alcohol, um, it, 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 you will die, uh, if you drink alcohol, either uh, oh, you can OD on alcohol or you can your health liver well, your body the, the, does the, reject it because you're drinking poison and 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 the, what I learned about alcohol is that ether the, this is the way they used to operate on people they would put you under with ether which is alcohol yeah and 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 what ether did it would put you under close to death that's why you have the people, the anesthesiologist, standing there uh, watching your heart and everything else. Because if you get too much, you're going to die. So they're there. No, you, listen, your, your, your argument is sound. The fact of the matter is no one has ever been known to die from marijuana use. No. And tens of thousands of people die weekly all around the world from in On one alcohol. form or another from the use and abuse of alcohol. Yeah. By the way, I should yeah. I should let people know, and it's important that if you want to get a hold of Tommy, he's on uh, he's on Instagram, and he also is on uh, Twitter, uh, and in fact, he's actually on there a lot. So you can get a hold of him there if you want to uh, if you want to chat with him after listening to some of the crazy stuff he said my, my, here. My, my son actually banned me from Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I got people that handle my Twitter accounts, but I, I got a little bit too carried away. Well, tell him, tell him, make yeah. sure you tell him to go to Agua Media and to Rick Sanchez News, so that way we can maybe. Oh, which one again? Rick Sanchez News, which is what this oh, yeah. podcast is Rick called, Sanchez since I used to be a news guy for so long, and our company is called Agua Media. And what we do is, we essentially are going to be the very first podcast company for Latinos in the United States. And that's not I just to say, it. oh, let's do a podcast company for Latinos because there's a lot of Latinos out there. No, we we actually talk about the stuff that Latinos should be talking about that you're never going to hear on MSNBC or on Fox News or on on ABC or anywhere else. And that's what we do here. And we think it's important because we're one, I mean, we're 20% of the population of the United States right now. 80% of us are American citizens. I mean, and, and, and and this used to be Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And this used to be Mexico, my friend, let me tell you something. So, so let me, let me tell our folks out there. I encourage you to go to, uh, Look for our podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on uh, Apple. It's on wherever you can find it. And obviously on YouTube, it's Rick Sanchez News. And, uh, you know, subscribe. All you got to do is hit that little button. And uh, we'll we'll have more conversations with people like Tommy. But this has been one of the best conversations I've had in a long time. 
I'm going to get you to come down to Florida. I got a ranch down here, and you and I are going to hang Ooh. out by the pool, and we're going to just uh, continue this, okay? Is that cool with you? Yeah, and I, I'll bring my strips so we won't have to worry about any, any legal problems. <laughs> I have my tongue out already, and it's ready to go. Thank you, Tommy. Okay. Okay, bro. Great conversation, man. Take care. God bless. Be good. Stay healthy and stay strong. There you go.